Welcome to the podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel, Bio Soul Integration. There, my goal is to help you integrate body and soul, to help you feel completely, express fully, and live authentically. I'm your host, Dr. Jay Eaker. Let's get into it. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about life coaching and um, kind of like maybe what life coaching is, who it's for, who it's not for. Um, you know, in my work at the at the BioSoul Integration Center, I do a lot of uh, life coaching unofficially, but uh, I don't do it full time. And so I thought it would be good to bring on someone who does uh, life coaching on the regular. And so today we have Alejandra Duenas. Um, and she is a, she runs a 12 week, uh, life coaching program for women. And so we'll be talking to her <coughs> in a second, excuse me. Um, but before we get to her, uh, I'm Jay Eaker, Dr. Jay Eaker from the bio soul integration center. And I help people embody their soul's gifts and their soul's wisdom through, uh, a, a technique I developed called bio soul integration, which is a, uh, sort of uh, body-centered, somatic-centered, nervous system-centered um, energy healing technique that I developed. So uh, you can come see me there if you need to. And uh, if you uh, like this video, please hit the like button. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Share this with anyone who might be interested wherever you find it. You might find it on YouTube. You might find it on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, I turn this into a, an audio podcast, so you can find it wherever you f you listen to your podcasts, and uh, do your social thing there with it if you find it. That'd be much appreciated. And I also have written a book. Let's see if we can see it back here, uh, called um, "If It Didn't Hurt: How to Resolve Your Pain and Discover Your Life Purpose." And so it's kind of the ultimate guide to embodying your pain's wisdom and expressing your soul's gifts and uh, you can find all the versions of that paperback ebook uh audio book um on uh on amazon but uh, if you want the paperback you can save a few bucks by getting it on my website biosoulintegration.com so check it out there if you're interested okay so let me bring on alejandra here Hey there, Alejandra. Hi, I'm so excited for today. <laughs> yeah, thanks for doing this with me. This is fun. Yeah. Uh, so Alejandra Duenas, you are uh, a women's life coach and the creator of the three C's method of life coaching. And um, I think we'll probably talk more about that in a little bit. But first of all, can you just tell me like how do people get a hold of you? Like where do they find you? Yeah. <clears throat> So I make all my clients online. Um, I am predominantly more on Instagram and have more of a presence there. Um, but I do show up on Facebook. It's kind of connected. So some of the things mm -hmm. that I put on Instagram go straight to Facebook. Um, ideally, where you can find me would be on Instagram at Alejandra, my first name, Duenas. My last name, underscore, is where you can find me on Instagram. On Facebook, um, I know Dr. J tried to find me on Facebook under my first and last name. There are way too many people with my name, so I would go your first bet to just go with Instagram, and you can find me there. And I could put that stuff, I think, in the the description of the video. This will live on YouTube, but I can put that there. Um, yeah, so great. Uh, so 
you know, I've uh, over the years been to chiropractors, network chiropractors, you know, shamanic practitioners, therapists of various sorts. Some of the best money I've ever spent has been on therapists for sure. And I've hired coaches for my business. Um, and, you know, one of the biggest things that I learned there is that they always stress that it's about mindset and and uh, how I was being. That was the most important thing for my business, um, especially as someone whose business is closely related to, to who I am on a soul level. Um, so I think uh, I ended up getting a lot of life coaching there, but I never, you know, officially did any life coaching. And I'm just curious, could you maybe tell us a little bit like what is life coaching first of all, and then tell us about your special brand of life coaching. Yeah, totally. I will surely do that. And I so resonate with what you're saying, because I think that anyone who has a business, your own business is your own life coaching program within itself, because it teaches you so many things. And it's like jumping Mm -hmm. out of your comfort zone and Mm -hmm. like, like peeling layers of yourself to get to know deeper parts of yourself. So I myself feel like the three C's method, my coaching program Mm -hmm. is within itself a life coaching program for me too, as I, as I grow Mm. and help my clients, the more that I work on myself and work on healing myself, the better that I can show up for my clients, which I'm sure you Mm -hmm. feel the same Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Um, So I totally resonate with that 100%. And um, yes, as a life coach, I help women take back control of their mental and emotional health. I help them show up consistently towards their goals and I help them in uh, finding more confidence within themselves. Mm. So a life coach, I would say, just very generalized in in a general way, what a life coach does would be to help the specific client with whatever's going on in their life that they, that they want help in. Right. So it's really dependent on the client's goals. And I think what everyone wants in life, or the, at least for me, the number one thing that I hear women wanting out of my program, out of coaching is to just be happier. So the sense of just feeling more happy, more nourished, more fulfilled. Um, I believe this is what, this is where life coaching comes in and we help the individual just get to that space of maybe seeing things that they're not aware of, seeing any obstacles or any patterns or conditionings that they're stuck in so we can get them unstuck, right? And into the path of their purpose, moving Mm -hmm. with their goals, achieving their goals, Mm -hmm. and ultimately gaining the sense of happiness and Mm -hmm fulfillment inside. So I would say that's generally what a life coach would do. I specifically help them in the area of mental and emotional health in gaining Mm -hmm. confidence and in Mm -hmm. time management. So showing up consistently towards their goals. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, so it doesn't necessarily have to be with business, uh, uh, just any area of a person's life where they're looking to, to be more effective. Yeah, totally. So I've actually had coaches who are just about starting their their journey as a coach and Mm. the biggest Mm. thing that's stopping them is their insecurities of maybe Mm. showing up on social media you're the coach's coach huh yeah and showing up who Mm. they are um so i have worked with coaches as well Mm. who are starting are starting their business but there's Mm. a lot of fear and a lot of perfectionism that gets in the way of them just getting started Um, But I've also helped women who aren't coaches in many different career fields who I would say the biggest thing, especially 
I would say with women, the number one thing that I see them struggling with is in the area of self-love um, and believing in their worth and believing in, right. that they're good enough. Um, and I've helped women as well in the area of mental health, uh, healing their anxiety and depression as well. And um, the number one thing, which is trauma, which is something that we've all undergone. So I help them in the area of healing the trauma breaking the patterns and conditionings that they've been so stuck in so that they can really access their full potential. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, how, um, how do those, uh, where do those traumas, where do those problems happen? Where do they get started? I don't know. How, do, how does that happen? Yeah, it starts in childhood. Mm. So what I see is that usually, um, and it can be hard for some people to admit that childhood starts in trauma. I mean, that uh, trauma starts in childhood. Right. Um, and that's because you may have had the absolute best parents in the world, mm -hmm. right? right? And you might, may feel guilty. It wasn't spending. traumatic. My life wasn't traumatic, but yeah. you know, I had a pretty good yeah. life. Yeah, exactly. And there might be some guilt around just sharing that there maybe there were needs that your parents mm -hmm. didn't meet. And the reality is that no parent is perfect. So even the most seemingly perfect parent isn't able to meet all of the child's needs. And a child as a kid, they're not able to verbalize what their needs are, mm -hmm. right? So they're not able to tell you, hey, mom, mm -hmm. dad, you're not meeting X, Y, and Z mm -hmm. need because they don't even know it themselves. So the trauma starts there when we're not being nourished and our needs aren't being met. Of course, there are some worse cases than others. There's cases where there are no needs met at all. And then there's cases where parents try their best to be there and fulfill their kids' needs to the best of their potential. Um, but those needs, those small needs of maybe nourishment, of love, of feeling contained, of feeling safe in their body um, as they start to grow up and experience life, it just it like enhances that unnourished need, mm. uh, which then projects how we show up in the world. Mm. So a lot of the times it does start at childhood. Um, but of course, I've helped women as well who have gone through sexual abuse, who have gone mm. through physical abuse. And that's a whole form of trauma within itself. Sure. That sure. Still rooted in childhood, right? Um, it just becomes more enhanced to the point that you know, I may have women who have experienced sexual abuse and continue to stay in relationships that are sexually abusive, right? Or physically abusive. Think that's normal, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it leads back to their self-worth, right? It leads back to them believing that that's what they're worth and that that's what they deserve. So a lot of the work that I do, although it might seem like it's different because I work on mental health and consistency and, and confidence, um, it really is all linked together, right? Because mm -hmm. the more that you learn to love yourself and nourish yourself, the more that you're able to heal your mental and emotional health and the more that you're able to show up consistently for yourself towards whatever individual mm -hmm. individual goals you have right right yeah so it starts really starts really early and then sort of bleeds into our life i find in my work that even like you know again the part of our nervous system that's online when we're in the womb even is sort of gathering information about how to be human and <clears throat> excuse me and um you know we pick up how to get patterns about how to how to do this human thing from the people that are around us even then mm -hmm. so you know it might be like people sort of understand their trauma or understand or you know like you said like maybe i had a great life like what's i don't understand why maybe i have this pattern in my life but it could be something that's sort of like been in our lineage that we sort of pick up and it's our maybe it's our job to to heal it 
Yeah. I don't know. Do you find that too? Do you, do you, you know, uh, I don't know if you, if you're into like past lives or things like that. I don't know if that's too woo woo to talk about, but, um, <laughs> Oh, yes, that is totally me. I am a spiritual life coach, so I'm fully into all of the woo-woo, but we also um, cover a lot of past life trauma and generational trauma, which can be taking place. Um, so with generational trauma, of course, that that's like passed down the trauma that you've had in lineage. And with past life trauma, it depends on, on the client that I have, because of course, um, I'm never someone to make someone believe in the things that I do. So I may have women coming in who don't believe in past right. life. Trauma, so then that's just something that we don't work on. Um, we work on what, you know, honors their belief systems and their values. But yes, past life trauma and generational trauma are mm. definitely a factor in how we show up today as well. Mm -hmm. And I just guess I'm just curious, like, how do you how do you work on that stuff? Um, I don't know if the the three C's cover that, but how do you work on past life or yeah. generational trauma? Yeah. How do you help people with that? How did, I mean, it's pretty deeply ingrained stuff. Yeah, totally. So we definitely, the, the number one exercise that comes to mind, it's called time techniques. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've heard of time techniques, but no. time techniques. Okay. Tell it me about it. You, it allows you to, you know, it's kind of like a meditation of sorts where mm. you're in your eyes and you're going in you're imagining a timeline and you're able mm. to go into your past timeline and you're able to go so you have your past present and future right mm -hmm. and you're able to go to a place in your timeline when you're at womb right when you're in the mm -hmm. womb mm -hmm. and you're able to go either to your generational trauma or to your past life trauma and i've had women this has actually been my experience as well so i'll share my experience mm. but I was able to tap into my past lives through time techniques mm. um, and really deeply see some of the lives that I've had in the past through that. So that can be very helpful for someone who maybe hasn't has an inkling that there is something from past life that's affecting them, but they're not exactly sure. Something mm -hmm. like time techniques can help you access um, something that you're not aware of. And it might not be an exact visual. It could be a feeling. It could just be a knowing mm -hmm. that you were X, Y, and Z or mm -hmm. that you experienced something in the past. So that's a really powerful tool. And um, I don't always think that you have to know what happened in, for example, a past life to right. heal that trauma or that you have to know what happened um, in your lineage to heal their trauma. Mm -hmm. I think it's just about doing the work within yourself mm -hmm. now currently to heal the trauma. And sure. most trauma comes from a place of not feeling safe in your body and not feeling mm -hmm. loved in your body contained in the space that you're in. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the work and exercises that we do are around creating safety, creating nourishment in your body and just gaining a lot of awareness of, you know, when the patterns, when you're in a pattern, when you're in a certain program, so you can pull yourself out of it. And, you know, all of that is in the subconscious mind. So right. we work a lot with like neuroplasticity to mm. start rewiring the subconscious mind in the way that you want, right? In a way that is going to be empowering rather than limiting. So mm. that's some of the work that we mm -hmm. do in the yeah. area. I was wondering how, because, you know, in my sense from the work that I do is that this stuff is just like stored, you know, in our cells and it's like psychotherapy is great at different times, of course, but, uh, you know, you can understand sort of academically why this or that happened to me, uh, uh, you know, or, or why or 
I'm experiencing this because this or that happened to me, this trauma or that trauma happened to me. But uh, yeah, it's really just stored in ourselves. And I, I always say like the only way, you know, you can't really, it, it, it happened on the level of um, before we could think, you know, it was stored in our system before we could think. And so we can't really think our way through it. We can only really feel our way through it. So that sounds like that helps. Like you said, the sort of subconscious mind. Yeah. Relax enough to start to be able to feel. Yeah. Um, feel the energy that that they're binding up in their system, whether they, they know it or not. Yes, totally. And trauma is very much stored in the body. So we mm. do work like somatics to help mm. trauma that's stored in the body. Mm. Um, things as simple as like screaming into a pillow or mm. punching a pillow or yeah. shaking and doing mm. rage dancing, all mm. of that really mm. connects you to Expression. your body. Yeah. Or EFT, yeah. which is EFT is a really great source mm. as well of like sure. really releasing what's stagnant in the body. Mm -hmm. So I fully believe in that as well, that it's not just learning or it's not just meditation. It's like active work that you have to do with the body to release the stored mm. trauma. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I find you said uh, all those things that you were talking about there. Like I find like a big thing is this between the heart and the throat you know our expression or being able to sort of give a voice to this part of us that we've that we've pushed down and so often yeah getting the voice involved yeah. uh is is very important yeah yeah definitely cool um you know i uh i came i'm i've been a chiropractor for 20 years or so um and uh i come to the world of chiropractic obviously and I know a lot of chiropractors who'd had some uh you know big experience that sort of led them to chiropractic I wonder you know did you what's your did you have an experience that sort of led you to coaching yeah. um you mentioned maybe a little bit of your experience earlier there is that how you got into coaching or I don't tell me how you got into yeah. coaching yeah, definitely. So yes, I, um, I about six years ago, just hit a point where I was really depressed with my life. And I wanted to end my life. I was mm. full on, you know, mm. a victim of my life where I felt mm. like everyone was against, was against you. Yeah. yeah, And like, everything was crashing down. Mm. And everything was up to me to figure out. Mm. Um, and it was actually around that time that um my, my family started noticing and mm. um, my mom got me a therapist, but that didn't really work out. And mm. I didn't really fully connect with that. And then my sister introduced me to a spiritual life coach. Um, mm. Her name is Sophie. And she was really the one who turned my life around completely. Mm. My mind said everything mm. during mm. that time. Mm. And um, it's interesting because even during that time, I, looked up to her I loved her and I still do love her so much but I never saw it as okay now I'm going to be a coach mm -hmm. at the time I was actually studying fashion design and I have a mm -hmm. bachelor's in fashion design <laughs> and I clearly did not pursue that mm -hmm. but that was where my mind was at in the area of fashion design um so actually it took years later when I was having gut health issues mm. that I decided to get certified as a holistic health coach. So to learn more about what I thought was going to be more of like what you're eating. So more of the physical mm. area of your health. Mm. Um, so I actually got certified as a holistic health coach, not because I wanted to be a coach, but simply mm. because I wanted to take Want on to a learn yourself that would help me heal yourself. Yeah. 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 
And what I learned about holistic health is that it's not just what you're eating. It's so much your mental state. It's like so much of your emotions and healing your trauma. And then I really started getting more into the mental and emotional health aspect of holistic health. Mm -hmm. um, which is when then I started pursuing more of the area of life coaching. Um, but once I got that certification, I was like, well, let's, let's try this out. I was like, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a certification, might as well try it and mm -hmm. see if I can start coaching people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I did, I actually, I did a big thing that most people wouldn't do, which is I decided to quit my corporate job in the mm -hmm. fashion industry. Oh my gosh. And yeah. I just decided to full Whoa. on pursue coaching. And that was big for me because I was mm -hmm. getting paid, you know, a good salary amount. Mm -hmm. And I decided to pursue coaching, which at the time I was not happy with my corporate job. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like I was leaving something mm -hmm. that I didn't want to. I was so mm -hmm. ready to leave. Um, and I decided to pursue life, life coaching. Mm -hmm. And um, it was huge because I had no way mm -hmm. to pay rent the next month. Mm -hmm. So oh it was, gosh. yeah, I'm the kind of Total person. leap of faith. Like, yeah, I'm the kind uh -huh. of person that likes to take risks and just like push myself. Uh -huh. um, so I was like, okay, this is this is my chance. I have a uh -huh. month to really show up on social media, on Instagram, which is what mm -hmm. I was using at first the most, and start getting clients. And I was oh like, oh, I like, you know, a few clients to say yes. And I have a whole month to make it happen so I can pay for my a bill, whole month. Pay for rent. You didn't <laughs> right? give yourself much time. I know to, to start a whole new business that you've never, it was that's crazy. And mm -hmm. I just pushed myself to it. Um, and I did, I was able to pay rent barely the next month and I, and I got a few clients and, um, it took a lot because, you know, with sales, I think the average sales rate is 30%, which means that in order to get, I don't even remember how many clients I had the first month, but maybe like two or maybe top mm -hmm. three. Mm -hmm. um, that means I had to go through about like 30 sales calls, you know, if people oh, wow. say no, 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 no. And I was so committed to my purpose. And so in the mindset of this is going to work, uh -huh. that no matter how many no's I got, I was just in the mindset that, you know, that's good if I keep getting no's because I'm getting closer to my yeses. Mm. And um, that's the kind of, you know, commitment and determination I had. And before I knew it, I was actually changing people's lives. Mm -hmm. And I, I never would have thought that that would happen because I didn't, mm. I didn't grow up thinking I was going to be a coach. It was just like a, something that happened with in the moment. And I was like, let me try this out. And I realized how much of an impact I was making on women's lives and how much I loved it. Like how much mm -hmm. I loved to genuinely, genuinely connect with women and help them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I'm actually really good at this. And uh -huh. people actually want to hire me. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's what eventually down the line after doing one-on-one -on -one coaching led to me creating a group coaching program and creating the three C's method. So I know that was a long answer to your question. But that's kind that's of the, the timeline that got me to where I am now. Oh my gosh. So much, so, so brave. Yeah. <laughs> so much courage. I guess, um, I don't know. I guess if you come from the place that you came from where, I don't know, you know, if you, you said yourself that, you know, you didn't know if you wanted to be here anymore, you've faced death on some level and come out of that, it's like, well, I don't know, I guess what's, what's, uh, what's too scary after, after that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, did you, uh, I mean, it's kind of interesting that just autumn, yeah, I don't know, just like how you came into that. So 
uh, like that. I, and real, I mean, like growing up or I don't know, did you have any sense of, um, I mean, apparently you have some, some skills. You, I mean, it's not just in everyone's, not just in everyone's skill set to be able to, you know, coach people to change their lives like that. Uh, if you, I, I don't know, growing up, do you ever have any sense or, uh, you know, experiences or, I don't know, yeah. spiritual connection? Yes, totally. To, mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. So I grew up a very spiritual person. Mm -hmm. um, and that is because I had two aunts who were fully into all the spiritual things, all the woo woo things. And <laughs> I remember even growing up, my parents didn't want me hanging out with those two aunts too much. Because was this of... in, uh, did you tell me you're from Peru? Was this in Peru? Yeah, yes. yeah. I'm from Peru, but no, I, the time my aunts are also from Peru, mm -hmm. but a lot of what they taught me was when I was already living here in Florida. Mm -hmm. I'm, well, now I'm in Colorado, but when I was living in Florida and um, I remember my parents not even wanting me to be too close to them. They were kind of like the women that were shunned from the family because they would speak about mm. all these spiritual things. Mm. It was just like not OK. Mm. Um, is it because you're, I'm just curious, is it because the rest of your family is more kind of was it religious or just just because they weren't into that or were they more yeah. like scientific or something? Why were they not? Uh, they were definitely more religious mm -hmm. and, you know, they didn't believe in, you know, my, my aunts were all about like Reiki and astrology mm -hmm. and healing work and like mm -hmm. mindset and how you can create anything, law of attraction, mm -hmm. manifestation, mm -hmm. all these different things. And mm -hmm. I think it just triggered, mm -hmm. you know, my family a lot because that's mm -hmm. not what they grew up with. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was something that brought up a lot of resistance mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, so my parents were always wary of me, like hanging out with them for too for too long. But I love them; they were my favorite aunt. They are my favorite aunts. They're mm -hmm. still alive. Yeah, thank God for those aunts. That's yeah, <laughs> and they taught me so much. I think mm. when I was thirteen, you know, now I see people reading books like The Four Agreements, for example, by um, Don Miguel Ruiz, mm -hmm. and I read that when I was thirteen, and like I was reading Deepak Chopra and Cartole mm -hmm. <laughs> when I was in my teens. You oh, know. Wow. So all of the work that now it's becoming very much more popular spirituality is like definitely mm -hmm. becoming more available to people through the power of social media. Mm -hmm. But I grew up knowing all of it. And it's crazy because even though I grew up knowing the power of the mind and what that you can create your own reality and so many of these concepts, I still was in a place where I was depressed, right? I think I was mm -hmm. 21 for 20 20 or mm. yeah probably 20 when i hit depression and mm. knowing all this information wasn't enough for me to actually act on it and that's when i reached a point where i was really depressed and i think that's why working with a spiritual life coach helped me the most because the topics that she was covering were, were things that i already knew so now i knew that it was mm. time for me to not just know all these things but to take action mm. toward mm. it which i think is really what live that live that yeah. knowledge yeah i think that's really what gave me the push to then move forward with taking action to do it every mm -hmm. single day mm -hmm. i remember even um in my 20 when i was 20 that's when i first read the power of now by eckhart tolle mm -hmm. and that's the first time that i realized what even being present was mm -hmm. i never even knew that i had lived most of my life never being present and mm -hmm. i was just constantly mm -hmm. attached my thoughts. My thoughts yeah 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 
And I was so dedicated to show up and do the work that I remember every single day waking up and actively working on being present. Every time I'd hear a thought, I'd push it away mm. and just focus on being present and living and loving my mm. life. And I, I really believe that that's a huge reason as to why I was able to turn my depression around. Mm. Um, so yes, going back to your question, I, I grew up with a lot of these, these concepts that are now much more popular. I grew up knowing all of this. So I mm -hmm. think that that mm -hmm. made it that much easier for me to so effortlessly become a life coach mm -hmm. because I had so much wisdom to give my mm -hmm. clients mm -hmm. that, you know, I was working with clients my age or even older women in their thirties, forties, and fifties. And they were, they would all be shocked by like, how do you know all this information? Mm. Like how, how could you tell me all of this? Like, I don't even yeah. know. That, I mean, right? you're not, you're not very old. Yeah. I'm, 20, old? I'm 26 years old. 26. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. So I think that was definitely, um, a huge factor as to maybe why, um, I was able to do this so, so effortlessly mm -hmm. and, you know, briefly touching on past lives. I know that my purpose in this lifetime, mm -hmm. I know that everyone's purpose in this lifetime is to give and to be of service, mm -hmm. but I know through my many past lives, I just have a lot of wisdom to give mm -hmm. into this lifetime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've been, you've been studying this for a long time, whether mm -hmm. in this life or in others, right? Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say, um, I'd had a crazy sort of mystical awakening or just reading, uh, one of Eckhart Tolle's books, uh, the, uh, his other book, uh, a new earth. And, uh, yeah, I sort of like had a, you know, like a direct transmission of, of, um, what it meant to be really present. So that, yeah, I know Eckhart Tolle, he's been a big part of my, of my, uh, world too mm -hmm. in my 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 journey yeah um uh was there something else i was going to ask you that was that was based on that um uh so i, so I get the sense you know that i mean you who are the clients I get again that I guess would really hit the ground uh, running with you? I mean, like you said, you know, if people aren't necessarily down with past lives or, or whatever, for whatever reason, you can, of course, still work with them, but, um, and help them. But, uh, yeah, I just get the sense that, uh, you know, people who would hit the ground running with you would be people who <clears throat> have been, who understand some of this stuff. Uh, who have been through a spiritual journey already have done some work already and are ready to sort of um, lean into that on another level. Yeah. You say who, what kind of, you know, what kind of people really you'd like to work with? Yeah, I, I would say that all, you know, I work with women. So I would say that mm -hmm. all women have the potential of working with me, but it all really depends on the amount of commitment that they have and how willing they are to jump into something that's uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. Because jumping into this program, they're diving into their past trauma, they're diving into their wounds, and a lot mm -hmm. of people aren't ready for that. Mm -hmm. As much as they may want to, they're not ready to actually show up and commit to that. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I share on all of the sales calls that I jump on with potential clients is that I can give you all the knowledge and all the information in the world, but unless you're going to be committed to take action and show up, 
then it's you're not going to get anything out of this program and that's true because it really all goes back to them showing up and doing the work themselves right so uh, as much as I would say all women, you know, have the potential of joining this program, it really goes false. Um, it's really determined by how committed they are to show up and to do the work. It doesn't matter um, where they're like in, in the area of spirituality, right? I've helped women from so many different religions as well. I think I think sometimes we get confused and think that spirituality is something that's going to be totally out there when in mm. reality, it's spirituality right in is in here. It truly yeah. are. It's our mm. spirit, right? And mm -hmm. every religion is spiritual, mm. right? So I think that there's, there's this guidance of spirit in every religion. So I'm, I wouldn't say that you would have to be non-religious and just spiritual to join the program. I think you could be absolutely of any religion. You just have to have an open mind and um, be prepared to show up and, and do the work for yourself. I think that's what's important. You know, if, if I were to have clients again who joined the program and maybe learned all the information but didn't actually do it, it, mm. it wouldn't make a difference. It yeah. really wouldn't. So that's, I think, the, the key ingredient in what would be an ideal client is someone who's truly committed to take a leap of faith, jump into the unknown, into what's uncomfortable, knowing that that's really what's going to guide them towards growth mm -hmm. and towards their highest self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, even with the work that I do, <clears throat> um, you know, sometimes people think, uh, you know, I'm going to magically heal them do something i'm going to be doing something but actually it's the the goal is to sort of wake something up in them so that they you know they end up they're having they're have they're doing the work really um so sounds like you're saying the same thing you're not you're not doing it for them <laughs> yeah totally right. i i believe in that that i i consider myself a healer as well as a spiritual life coach and the number one thing I share with my clients is that I'm not here to heal you. So don't put me on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. Don't make, don't like want to be me or become mm -hmm. me. You are your own person. And everyone like individually has the own answers and the, their own key towards healing themselves, mm -hmm. right? We're just helping them or being a mentor and facilitating that journey mm -hmm. and helping them access that gold that they have inside. Mm -hmm. Right. Gotcha. Well, um, yeah, I've, I've kind of, I've run out of questions. Is there any, anything else that you, uh, want to talk about or anything that you want to mention, maybe mention more about your, your, um, program? Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. So I'll share more about the program. Again, it's called the three C's method. The three C's actually stand for consistency, confidence, and control. So you're gaining consistency in the area of showing up towards your goals. Um, you're gaining control of your mental and emotional health, and you're gaining confidence within yourself. So this is where we work on self-love and self-worth inside the program. This is a three-month group coaching program. It's going to be two years old in February. Mm -hmm. Um, so nice. I've been working with clients wow. for some time now and, um, yeah. I mean, can you have any sense of like how many clients you've worked with over that time? Just curious. Yeah, I think I've worked with close to a hundred, probably wow. around 80 or 90. Wow. And nice. the power of social media is that I've been able to help women from around the world, which mm -hmm. is really mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah, that's um, cool. 
Yeah. So, you know, if anyone is listening to this or watching this and would be interested in learning more, again, you can find me on my Instagram at my first name, last name, underscore Alejandra Duenas, underscore. Um, I would love to give your listeners, if you go to my Instagram and you go to the link in my Instagram, I have a free workshop on healing anxiety, depression, and overthinking. It's about a 40 minute to an hour workshop. Mm-hmm. That is one of my most popular workshops. So if there's anyone that's looking to really take back control of their mental and emotional health, go ahead, go to that link. It's a, it's completely free, no strings attached to it. So you can just learn a little bit more about how to really take control of your mental health in that way. Um, and I am currently enrolling for the month of November. I don't know when this will go live, but for the month of November, I Same. will be Yeah. Okay, cool. I will be enrolling uh, more women into the program. So if you are interested, you know, you can reach out to Dr. J or you can reach out to me via Instagram um, and we'll be able to, and hopefully we can jump on a discovery call to learn more about what your pain points look like and see if I can support you through that. That uh, link that you mentioned uh, for your free thing, is that something I could put in the the description of this, of the, yeah. yeah, So I can put that in the description. Totally. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, it's very awesome to be able to sit down and talk with you, Alejandra. You're a really cool woman. The work that you're doing, doing some really important work in the world and only 26 years old. So I can only imagine what you're going to (laughs) do, where you're going to go and how many people you're going to, you're going to help. So thanks for having us sitting down and chatting with me. Yeah, thank you so much, Dr. Day. I absolutely yeah. love being your your client as well. Your patient, client or patient do you use? Clients, I use the word client, sure. Okay. And, pa- um, patient is a, is a word that sort of implies that I'm going to be, you know, doing the fixing. I'm going to, I'm going to be, yeah, doing the work, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah I use yeah. the word clients as well. So mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing to be your client and get to experience your work as well. So mm-hmm. thank Thanks. you so much. This was great. Thanks for that. Great. Well, uh, anyone who sees this out there, wherever they see it, again, if you can just hit that like button, uh, subscribe to my channel, um, you know, pass this along to anyone who might be who might be interested or or might use this. Uh, again, check out my book here. You can check that out on my website, biosolintegration.com or on Amazon. And um, yeah. I look forward to uh, seeing you in the next video and I look forward to helping you express more life. Thank you for listening to the BioSoul Integration Podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on my BioSoul Integration YouTube channel. You can also find me on the web at biosoulintegration.com. Thanks for listening and I look forward to helping you express more life. Have a great day.